All right, all right, Phil, it is time. Another year has come and gone, man. It's time for us to do our year-end episode. 2021 is almost in the books, and we have to do our duty to these fine, faithful listeners and cram a whole year's worth of metal and great heavy music into something they can get their hands around because they're busy as hell, man. So are you ready to boil it all down? Did you listen to a ton of music this year? I did. I listened to a ton of it. Um, and um, I'm definitely ready to boil it down, I think. It was, I was uh, a little shocked at how not that hard it was to make a top 10 list. But I'm sure later I'll be like, oh, that was way too easy. I'm stupid. Here's a zillion fucking bands I forgot to put in it. That always happens with a year-end list. It's always like just full of regret. You're like, damn, I fucking screwed it. But I'm feeling pretty good about mine. And I'm feeling pretty good about the way I intend to deliver my year-end list. So I have an idea for you. I have an idea for us. Let me float it by you and see if you're cool with it. First, is it cool with you if we skip the That's So Metal segment and just dive right into it? Yeah, that's really cool because I don't have one. Perfect. <laughs> me neither. Second, is it cool with you if we skip the rock, paper, scissors, shoot, anything you want to do and you defer to me because I'd like to go first for two reasons. First, because I have a great method, I think, of sharing with our listeners what it is I want them to know. And second, I'm very interested in what you have to tell me, so I kind of want to get my side out so I can focus on listening to your list because I put a shitload of time into my list. I'm kind of sick of it. I want to hear what you got. Is that cool? Uh, yeah, that's cool. I'm down. All right, well, here, here's what we're going to do. We are going to first start with a little segment that I like to call... Uh, by the acronym, a very short little acronym, that is G-B-W-P-O-G-A-B-T-H-B-A-I-T-C-S-I-J-C-I-G-C-P-T-I-M-T-E-O-Y-L, which, as we all know, stands for great bands who put out great albums, but they have better albums in their catalog, so I just couldn't in good conscience put them in my top end-of-year list. Uh, I can see the logic there. I want to say, just to be pedantic, technically that is an, an initialism. Because an acronym is something that is pronounceable. But, I, I uh, really value your contributions to this show and appreciate your feedback there because that was helpful. That was actually, and I'm saying this sincerely, that was actually helpful. Thank you. Uh, well, no problem. With that, um, it, with that initialism in hand, I have 18 albums that I need to tell you about that if any of our listeners are unfamiliar with these great bands, go listen to any of these great albums they put out this year, but just understand that these are not their best albums. There are better versions of this band that I'm going to tell you. You ready, Phil? I'm ready. I just wanted to say that why why does that preclude putting them on? Is that because like you just feel like you're, people are going to just jump right to that and go, oh, that was, that was all they got? It has nothing to do uh, with other people. It has everything to do with me thinking... I really can't displace another band's work if I think it's their best for a, oh, for, uh, okay. for, for a second right. or third best of a different band. All right, I, I, can, I can understand that. Okay, so let me start with the first one I'm playing for you is Gemini Syndrome. Outstanding band. We reviewed their stuff before. They put out an album, Third Degree, The Raising. It's excellent, but not as good as some of their other work. And now these other ones, I'm just going to blow through. Hypocrisy put out an album, Worship, great, not their best. King Buffalo, The Burden of Restlessness, awesome. Between the Buried and Me, Colors 2, I think going to be on your list, I'm expecting. Great, but not yeah. as good as Colors 1. 
Swallow the Sun. I really like their album Moonflowers quite a bit, but still not my favorite in their catalog. Bellacore, B-E apostrophe L-A-K-O-R. If you don't know those guys, go listen to them. Their album Coherence was great, but not as good as the one we reviewed on this show. First Fragment put out an album Glory Eternal, which I liked a lot, but I liked their last one better. Arc Spire, Bleed the Future, great, not their best. Bone Hunter, Dark Blood Reincarnation System, great, not their best. Asphyx, Necroceros, same thing. Tribulation, Where the Gloom Becomes Sound. Soen, S-O-E-N, Imperial, same thing. Evergrey, Escape of the Phoenix. Halloween, self-titled. Dream Theater, A View from the Top of the World. Chemis, K-H-E-M-M-I-S, Deceiver. Beast in Black, Dark Connection. And lastly, Aquilus, A-Q-U-I-L-U-S, album B-E-L-L-U-M. One, Bellum One. Okay, so that was the only way I could really think to synthesize down as quickly as I could the myriad of honorable mentions that would have otherwise been honorable mentions, but I just figured I'd do it with that initialism rather than the actual list of honorable mentions. So with that said, here's my second phase of my top 2021. I'm going to give you the five best songs of the year, but what these are are the five best songs that are not on my top five albums. Okay, that's cool. So that way I'm kind of giving you a top 10 list, but I'm doing it this way. So top five songs of songs that are not on my top five list. Number one goes to the song Straight Lines by Vola, the Australians. Great song. So catchy, this chorus, man. That album's great. And God, I love this song. Catchy as balls. If you like clean singing and a little bit progressive sounding, can't go wrong with Vola. Next one. Total Jam, Complete Banger, Lahem's Golden Pits by Iotun, I-O-T-U-N-N. Are you familiar with this song, Phil? I have heard that song. I don't remember how it goes, but the band is very familiar, and the album is very familiar. Okay, let me see if you remember a little bit of this chorus here, but god damn, what a good song right here. The album is called Access All Worlds. The, the vocalist has got an interesting sound. I've heard of Iotun. And I remember the album for this year. I think it was on, um, yes, yeah, I think it was on Angry Bell Guys list, probably, somewhere along the lines. Probably on all kinds of lists. Great, great album, just a little too long for my taste, so didn't get into the top five. Okay. Okay. Number three of my top five songs of the year, not on my top five list, Petrichor by the band Scarred. They put out a self-titled, also Scarred, S-C-A-R-R-E-D, which really was good. It sounded like CKY. I talked about these guys in one of our quarter episodes. But man, dude, the chorus in this song just, it sounds so CKY to me. Do you hear that right here? The riffing and the vocals just, and I love this drop right here. Right here. Kind of like a knockoff. If every song were as good as that song on the album, it would have been a top three album of the year. Okay, number two, "Locusts" by King Buffalo, from the Burden of Restlessness. Great song, really, really great song. A little bit of slow build, probably too slow for the podcast to be jamming to, but great song. Number one song of the year from 2021, Phil, 
you're gonna laugh. Driver's license by Jaden. You know this song? No, I never heard it. You're joking. You never heard this song. It's not a rock song, it's not a metal song, but I love this song. This song is teenager in the United States, boiled into three minutes and fourteen seconds. It's a girl's song. This guy redid it. This kid's like seventeen. And it's so good. I've listened to this song screaming in the shower probably 150 times this year. Well, I don't want to shit on something you're excited about. <laughs> but... <laughs> you're a true diplomat, Phil, but I don't give a shit what yeah. you say about it. I love this fucking song. <laughs> Listen to this right here. Okay. Yeah, that's nerf. How can you not sing that? It's it's lovely. I'll give you that. But this is a great heavy music podcast, brother. I know. So on... fucking I don't know fairy bullshit. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. Well, all right. So we've gone through the initialism. We've gone through the top five okay. songs. Now let's get to the real shit. Top five. Best albums of 2021 I've listened to. God damn, I'm telling you, buddy. I've probably listened to 300 albums this year. Maybe more. An insane amount of albums. And I've boiled it down. But I have to take a little bit of a cop out. Because I came across an album today. Oh, man. So fucking close to the end of the year. And I, it's, an, it's like right on the cusp of... It's five and a half. I have to be a bitch and just call it five and a half. It's the album called Devoured by the Oak by Khan Bard. C-A-N-B-A-R-D-D. -D. You ever come across that? No. Mm -mm. Devoured okay. by the Oak. Devoured by the Oak. It, it's... Here, let me throw a little for you. It's like Aether Realms Tarot meets Winter Sun's Winter Sun. Okay. Which, as you can imagine, a pretty fucking good combo. Point, but, uh... <laughs> I'll yeah, so again, that's uh, two words, C-A-N and B-A-R-D-D, -D, Devoured by the Oak. And man, it's hit me hard. It's like, it's killing me not to put in my top five, but I just can't in good conscience do it on the last day that I made, that I finalized the list. So here we go with the true top five. Number five, So Hideous. I told you. The band is called So Hideous. Oh, yeah, that was a neat song that you did, uh, from the album you gave me just a pure boner alert for me these guys came on strong N new yorkers fuck your life bing bong they came out of no <laughs> god <laughs> they came out of nowhere the the oh without a doubt they they, <laughs> they came out of nowhere with an album called none but a pure heart can sing and their the opening track souvenir uh what they call echo in parentheses i am playing here it's just I can't think... You know how you gave me that piece of shit album to review called um, Atlas Moth, Coma Noir? I still listen to that album. I like it. <laughs> so remember that time you gave me that shitty, just baby dick album where the guy's vocalist couldn't even stay in key for a moment? That's... This album, the So Hideous album, is what that album could have been if they could have figured out the vocals. This guy's vocals are kind of the only thing I ever want to hear with this chaotic music. 
they just the it's the perfect mixture of crazy awesome chaos jazz with this guy's voice just fucking going to town man just listen to this I, I can't get enough of this album. It's like 30 minutes. It's five or six songs. It's just in your face, but there's breaks between that lets you catch your breath and you think about your life and you just, it's an outstanding album. I love it. If I think if I had heard it earlier in the year, it probably would be higher on my list. Oh yeah, because you were really, really, really gelled in your, in your brain. Totally. Uh, it's pretty avant-garde. I really respect their approach. Their, uh, you, their creativity and uniqueness. Yeah, takes balls, man. Try something like that. I think if you Chaos could see Jazz. them live, if they could pull this off live, it probably would be an experience because it's just so intense with the violin or the cello or whatever the fuck that string instrument is that's just quivering like that. It just right up my alley of bizarre but beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I'm going to go from I, number five I to number four because that's an ecological step. The album is Strength by Unto Others. Oh, there you go. When Will God's Work Be Done is a song I'm playing for you right here. Man, this is just one where it's like, I don't care if this could have this could have come out in 1984. It could have kind of come out in 1994. It could have come out in 2004 or 2021. And it would have still just been a jam. And I love this album. It is a great fucking album, dude. So we'll, see if, it, we'll see if it makes it onto your list. But I am a big fan. Vocals are great. Music is great. It's never too long. Great, great album. Okay, ready for number three, Phil? Yeah. Stargazer, Psychic Secretions. We had a little, uh, had our boy Denny on earlier in the year talking about it. The riffs are so cool. tight. Got a little uh, rainbow I'm going. About an yeah, so. You thought it was going to crack the top two? Yeah, I was, I was thinking maybe even one. It's, I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you right now what my number two is. And it has snuck in there. It is the album Dreamers and the Dead by Dr. Smoke. Wow, brother. That one really climbed up there. Seriously, just a pure rock and roll album. Not a thing about this is metal. But I just want to fucking go see these guys live and then go home and watch Airheads and just think about how great rock and roll is. Uh, it's definitely a strong album. I remember we were talking about it uh, listening to the episode to try to get a recap of the albums that we already listed. And I really like that band Terminus, the Sign of Delta, and I said like a little better than Dr. Smoke. Um, I feel like they're more tied now. It's really interesting to me that you just ran with Dr. Smoke, man. That's cool. I know. I, and uh, I checked out I checked out Terminus after you, you suggested, but I just found myself always returning to this album in a whole bunch of different ways, working out, in the shower, getting ready for work, driving in the car. It just always seemed to come natural to me, and I really love, love this album. But, yeah, so I know that cover art is legit. Right? It's like the guy's face coming off the skeleton, right? Yep, like and the smoke face. like coming out of the back of his skull. Yeah, it looks cool as shit. I, want, I want, really want a t-shirt of that. And, and you know what? I, I got to say, a lot of these albums that are rock style... Sometimes I tend to lose interest by the end because there's a lot of similarity in sounds, but not at all on this one. Like, two or three of my favorite songs are on the back half. In particular, the one we're listening to right now, The Rope, is like the second to last song. And, and they do stuff where it's just enough 
to make you love it, but they're never over the edge because they end this song and every time I want to say the rope because they do that twice earlier in the song, but they cut it and it's just silent there. So you do it, but they don't do it. And that's like the kind of control and command that they have. I just, I don't know, man, this album has climbed like a motherfucker. Okay, I love it. So again, that's Dreamers in the Dead by Dr. Smoke. Number three was Psychic Secretions by Stargazer. One word. Four was Strength by Unto Others. And the fifth was Only the Pure of Heart Can Sing by So Hideous. Number one, this was the first album of the year that when I finished it, I instantly went back and played it again because I was so intrigued by it. And I just, I had to hear it again. And this was way back in January of 2021. And it's The Lake of Tears, or Lake of Tears, the album is ominous. I I remember you talking about that. This album holds up. The atmosphere is impeccable. They do everything meticulously. And if you are in a place in the world that experiences winter... You need to, at some point in the kind of doom and gloom of winter, put this album on and just go walk around outside. Like, just go walk and be alone and listen to this. Because I'm telling you, it's an experience worth having. That's my top five list, and I've jammed all of that into, like, 10, 15 minutes of hustle. Well said, brother. Well said. You know, it's a perfect landscape right now out there. It's just It snowed today a uh, decent amount. And uh, it's got that gorgeous dreariness, that gloom that you find that you find inspiring. I was thinking wolves in the throne room, uh, you know, kind of vibe, Agalock. But yeah, that um, I love that you went there with that. I'm so, it's really cool that an album jumped out, two of them jumped out for you fairly early on, and just you just you just stayed loyal, stayed loyal. They held up that well. I couldn't shake them, man. All the new stuff came flying at me, but I just uh, none of it could really unseat these. And I do want to say, as a parting thought before you take over, uh-huh. while I love my list and I will fight for its validity, anybody who did not listen to our 2020 list, go back and listen to Thalassic by Enciferum. I listened to that album again a shitload this year. It is a phenomenal album. If we're fortunate enough and we're interested enough to do this for a decade, I'm telling you, that Thalassic mm-hmm. by Enciferum is going to be in the top 10 or top 5 of the decade. That's okay. an incredible, incredible album. So this wow. list is amazing. Do it. Listen to it all. But if you didn't check out Thalassic by Enciferum, ENSI... Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Seriously, get out of here. Are you ready to take the reins, brother? I will absolutely take the reins. All right, cool. I'm interested to hear what you Both got. So. reins. Give me okay. a little. Give me a little time. I'll try to cue some music up while you're setting it up. So if you got one you want me to play, I'll play it. If not, just skip across and I'll put whatever on. Okay. So I went ahead and uh, made a top ten list originally, but I'll just start from five down and keep those other ones in my honorable mentions, which will give me no less than eleven honorable mentions. <laughs> a nice reasonable number. Something real concise. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, I think. Yeah, okay. I said I think, and I just counted it out loud. As you pencil. pointed with a pencil. <laughs> and I still wasn't sure how many I counted. <laughs> um, anyway, that's bad. Um, but a couple of these I remember we talked about, and I think you'll be like, oh, shit. Or you will at least appreciate why they're on the honorable mention list. When I said, oh, shit, 
thinking you would regret not putting them on your list, but you might not go that far. I think you will at least appreciate them being on an honorable mention uh, list. So, anyway, I'm going to just, I don't have any particular order for the honorable mentions. I'm going to throw them out there in a stream of consciousness kind of vibe. I'm not going to say a whole lot about them because there's so many. So, anyway, so my list of honorable mentions, I got uh, Terminus, the Silent Bell Toll. We talked about that. I also think it's an excellent stone or rock type vibe. Um, really, really love that genre. Might as well throw Dr. Smoke in there, too, on my honorable mentions of Dreamers and the Dead. Uh, talked about how much you love that album. I think it's solid. Um, should be on some list, either, no matter where it is, of the top rock albums of the year. Fuck yeah. I'm going to throw Todd Latour, Latore in there, Rejoice in the Suffering. Yeah. Remember we talked about that? Excellent voice. Really, really strong choruses, and I just uh, didn't want to leave him behind. I, I really think... Um, if he's one of those bands where I think he's from Queensryche he's part of one of those bands that I think make kind of a resurgence because there's another band in here that has been around for a long time and just came out with a banger I'm gonna throw Wheel Resident Human in there yeah that's worthy I fucking didn't do that yeah that's a good call legit band Um, I got Wolves in the Throne Room Primordial Arcana I think that's real good Um, just so eerie and so pretty uh Let's go with Black Soul Horde. Don't know if you heard of them. They have an album called Horrors from the Void. Uh, all clean singing, but great atmosphere. Lovecraftian, which I absolutely have a boner for. Anything that goes into Lovecraftian horror, uh, be it music or stories. What does that mean? Um, Like Cthulhu, you know, the monster Cthulhu. Okay. Uh, basically like a godlike evil. Uh, and like these horrible worlds full of just terror and and fear. He, he, he was sort of he like a pioneer in creating that kind of atmosphere and those kind of characters. Um, so that's what it was. Basically, uh, otherworldly horror. Got it. Uh, um, it's really intriguing. So, okay, we'll jump right into... Um, yeah, I got Floatsum or Flotsam and Jetsam. Blood in the Water. Really, really like that album. I always come back to the song Too Many Lives and Regression. Um, Burn the Sky, also really strong. Classic. If you like those guys, I think you'd be happy to find, if you like thrash metal, that you'll be happy to find that the genre, or at least this, this band, some of the, one of the probably landmark bands of the genre, are still kicking ass. Uh, number nine, I would, this album you just do not like, and I just oh, wish I'd get you into it, but I've tried. So I have Silver Talon, Decadence, and Decay. I fucking love this album. I'm happy. I'm album. happy you do. T- do you want to tell me a song to put on? I can play it on underneath, and I can listen to it for a minute. All right. Tell you if I think it sucks. Let's just go with. Uh, let's go with Deceiver. I am. All right. Let's see here. Deceiver. I am. Opening track. Track number one. Just love it. First of all, the drumming is excellent in this, especially in the in this beginning part. Does um, great with the pedals. And then there's a part where he says, lurking within, and the way he says within gets really deep. I, don't, I guess it's an effect. I don't know if he's doing it. It's conceivable that he's doing it, but it's awfully produced sounding. It sounds so eerie and so cool. This sound like it came from the 80s, but these guys are just kicking ass. It's like, it's only their second album. The first one was a little rough around the edge, production-wise. Totally up their game with this one. Just, I love it. The drumming, um, is, the drumming is dirty right here. I'll give that to you. Yeah. 
Um, number eight, I have my honorable mentions. I'm going to go with Vola Witness. Yeah, solid. Um, love the title, or love uh, Straight Lines. But I really, really like the song Future Bird on there. God, a, that's a great song. It's a great the second, song. The second verse, when the way he delivered it, is so peaceful and so pretty. And, he's ta- and the lyrics don't make any sense, which I love. Um, <laughs> Because, uh, you know, it's probably like a dream or something. He's talking about, or it's just some metaphor. You can't really wrap your head around. But it keeps it mysterious. And then it can mean anything you want. I love it. I love, um, this, I love this song on there, These Black Claws, too. That was probably my second. That's good. I love that song. I like the song Napalm, also very good. Yeah, yeah, I know. A lot of good songs. That one was a hard one for me to not put in my top five, but it got into the yep. top ten. I get it. Um, so where am I? Okay. Seven, or another honorable mention, would be Sewin Imperial. Oh, interesting. Uh, that went that high for you. Well, it would be on the top ten list at number seven. That's why I said seven just now. But um, it's uh, strong. It's strong work. Song Monarch's great. Um, particularly that song. He's got he's got that sort of stoic, sort of tragic delivery he's always got. Um, those guys just keep kicking ass, man. That's a great band. It really is. It really is. I had no i I had no idea like anything about them when we when we when I we saw them on the great or the 70,000 tons of metal cruise and you, you were so like what you know now I understand why you reacted that way yeah man like, yeah. you're missing out brother you don't even know. for real um, if somebody first came know. across these guys for this album I could see them falling in love with them I just happened to do it on the last one on the Lotus one and that one just like there are so many songs in there that I absolutely love that I can't I, I just couldn't put this one in my top five because I feel like the last one was just that much better. It's all good, bro. Uh, number six, or excuse me, another honorable mention. I'm going to keep doing that probably. That's all right. Although there's only one, one more chance for me to do it. But I have a Fanimer, a Fanimer, if you never say that name, they have an album called A Dream of Wilderness. You probably know the album for Copton. Wait, does it have a boar on the front of it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, I like that album. I did. I, I thought that they're, I don't know, Some for me, the songs get a little long. You don't think they draw on a little too long? They grew on me enough that I didn't mind. They they would typically go back to whatever main piece of music that, you know, to draw the song, and they would do that probably one more time at the end, which they didn't necessarily need. But, I'm going um, to spell that for our uh, listeners. The band's name is A-E-P-H-A-N-E-M-E-R. The album A Dream of Wilderness. Cool album art and a very skilled musicianship, no doubt about that. I just don't know why I just... Oh, yeah. It never, like, right, clicked this- that hard with me. It's classy and smooth. It's like a nice scotch. You know, it's a um, nice single malt eye leg. I like but, it. But uh, this song in particular, just dun, 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 dun. great production value. Uh, it sounds theatrical. It's symphonic metal. They're firstly, supposedly they are a death metal band. I think they sound black metal with the vocals. But whatever. Uh, the song, yeah, uh, Antigone is wonderful. That's what I think he was playing. Uh, I'll get right to that one. There's one in French I can't pronounce. It's also a very good song. Um, and then what's my other one? I have one more that I really want to go uh, Oh, Of Volition. Oof, real strong. So definitely check that out. Uh, so, okay, now we're going to officially get into my top five. Uh, at number five, I have Obscura, A Valediction. Uh, these guys are like a technical death band that is high energy and... I think they're not, I mean, they're pretty known, but uh, this album, 
They're not Obscura. Oh, God, I walked right into that. It's great. Um, this album has got a lot of technical depth in it, but there's also some clean singing, and it's good clean singing. It's not like, I'm going to make this work because we want clean singing parts. It's a, it's actually got range. Um, and I think the guy who produced um, At the Gates, Slaughter of the Soul, produced this, and it does show at times that there's a little bit of mellow depth in there. So um, that's cool. Because there are so many technical death bands that all kind of sound the same. It's it's a good genre, it's impressive stuff, but it's hard to stand out. And I think they did a, it was a little bit of a risk, but I think they did a good job of weaving in some more melodic stuff. The song, uh, When Stars Collide, has got the clean singing part that I thought was absolutely um, just catchy as fuck, man. And then um, the, so, uh, the song Valediction is great, great. And the riffs are just dirty. Um, and then they have an instrumental on there, and it's called. I think, let me look up. I can't remember. I can never remember exactly how to say the full title of this. Let me look up. It's not that hard. But or, orbital orbital elements number two. For some reason the number two always throws me off. That's an instrumental. It's wonderful. It's got a, to me, it sounds like classic rock a little bit as well. And they also have some classic death in there, really groovy stuff in the song "Devoured Usurper" specifically. So I would check that out. It's catchy, it's heavy, um, it's not boring, none of the songs are very long. Just really tight fucking out. Uh, okay, number four, I, that's where I put Stargazer, Psychic Secretions. Yeah, buddy. I had to put the, I had to put it on the list, and I actually forgot to put it on. I texted you about that. And um, once I went back and listened to it, and it is so tight. That is the word you should use to describe it. Uh, I think it's called Lash of Titans, or Clash of Titans. Specifically, that song, I think, shows the tightness of the riffs. It reminds me a little bit of um, Cormorant. Oh, yeah, me too. That's what I said to the guy. I mean, I just... Yeah. It's got that vibe, and everything fits together so perfectly. I, and it's 38 minutes long. I love that fucking album. So short, so dense. It, it's uh, The album art is very reminiscent of the songs, right? It's just a circle. There's a thousand things going on in there. Seriously. Um, but uh, Cormorant also has this this tight and also a very severe sound. I don't really know how to describe it. Very intense, a little uh, not emotional, but scary. I don't know. There's something very there's a there's a serious problem music, and I think that's probably where I uh, or where I draw the comparison the most. Just feels very severe. I'm glad you had it this high. I, I was wondering if it would make your top five, and then now to yeah, hear it, I'm happy because I love this album. It's just too talented to not. Yep. Uh, number three is where I have Onto Others' Strength. Okay. Well, we got some similar. We talked about why we love. Yeah, we talked about why we love that. Man, it's just catching you. There's not a single part of the album that's not catching. It's just this guy with these dramatic sort of 1980s style vocals uh it's like if the cure was really heavy or something i, I just love it have you seen and the video what... have you seen the video for this song downtown no okay make sure you anybody listening and phil specifically make sure you go on youtube and look, watch the video you're gonna love them even more because the video is exactly you couldn't sit around and think how could i make a video that looks like how I'd want this band to look and do a better job for how they actually look. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. 
do it immediately as soon as we're done recording go watch this video it's this dude is like he looks like he's probably six foot two 260 with long black hair and sunglasses on and he's outside in a leather jacket standing in the city and it's just you're like god damn it this is exactly what i wanted i was hoping this is what it does look like yeah leather jacket absolutely <laughs> okay, that's awesome. I'm definitely going to check that out. Um, so let's, what else? Where am I at here? Number two. So I have a huge burner for these guys, generally, although I took the hiatus from listening to them. I think, I, as I said, here comes BT uh, Bam, huh? It's going to be Between the Bear and Me. Yeah, too, man. knew it, knew it. Absolutely love it. A little bit of an recall putting them this high, but um, I genuinely do love this album. Um, specifically the uh, the song human as hell with the spumato intro i think they redo colors uh, or that piece of colors where they do a wonderful instrumental that goes into a heavy song but it's a little softer this time i find human as hell to be a softer song than white walls white walls is better mostly because it has the most triumphant ending I can imagine. I still think that that ending solo on uh, White Walls is one of my favorite things ever, musically that I've <laughs> that I've heard. But um, but these guys, it's not a, it's not a rehash of colors. It's very much its own album, but it has a lot of fun like they had in Colors, and um, I really appreciate that because these guys also have a severe sound, but they're not afraid to have a good time. Um, the Future is Behind Us is a great song as well. And I believe um, prehistory is the one where they have a, a like this funky sound, like sounds like something from the '70s. Don't know why they would do that, but why wouldn't you? Or why not? Is what I should say. They also have a song with some clown music in it that I think is a little much. I will dock some points for that. They literally have that wing, that sound that when, <laughs> when I'm slips on a banana peel, that's, yeah. in, that's in there. And it's not like something that sounds like that. It is that. And you're like, Ugh. I'm glad you only did that once. <laughs> but uh, other than that, wonderful album. And the song Human, Human as Hell has to be heard. It's one of the best songs in the year. Definitely check it out. Um, and my number one album is a band I've never heard of ever until like about a week and a half ago. No way. Yeah. It's it, that band Mole. It, it just, and it's the it album. just. Was, it just threw up to your number one in the whole fucking list a week and a half. What is it? Mole, M with that uh, O with the accent. Oh, over. buddy. Okay. You know what? I'm I'm excited to hear you say that. these guys are fucking awesome. I got really big into their album Jord or Jord J O R D. And do you think Diorama? Wow, number one. Okay, man. Tell me. It's just because it's the only album that I put on that I was instantly blown away, uh, and not just like oh that sounds awesome, but it just I had like a you know, when you get that sort of emotional connection to a song and, uh, they have a song called vestige on this that, Oh my God. Instantly. I was just, I had to hear it again and again and again and again. Yeah. Like you, and, um, like you want to run through a wall. Like literally I would yeah. just throw myself under a bus to hear this song. Yeah. It takes a lot to inspire me with music. Cause we've all heard so much shit and, um, so many variations of the same stuff. So when you hear something truly unique and truly inspiring, you get pretty excited about it. And I just kept listening to it, and, and there are many songs on this album that are amazing. So, I mean, I don't even know where to start. I can listen to the whole album. 
But if I had to pick a top three, I'd go with Vestige, um, probably Surf, and probably Itinerary, itinerary which is spelled in a way that's kind of silly. Um, on purpose, I imagine. But they're from Denmark, I think. And so the music is mostly not in English. It doesn't matter. You can just ad lib it. Please listen to Vestage, man. It is just awesome. It's like a, it's a black gaze, a shoegaze sort of black metal approach to things, experimental in a way. Um, and I know people say that the album is saturated with fans, that, and it's become a little bit too much. So, but I, I think even people that say that seem to concede that this is a, an excellent album. And uh, I, it just blew my mind. I could not believe how excited I was when I, when I heard it. Um, and I remember you and I were talking about it because you talked to told me about Jordan. I had to really get into it because it's just it's just it's crazy because I was so ready for probably between the bear and me up on number one just to be a total homer burner but um i just was like no nah, this is just the best album just, I, yeah i have to put it up there i'm so excited about it love it it's the songs are constantly in my fucking head it's, it's atmospheric it's experimental it's heavy the guys he's got pure black metal vocals right, with this gorgeous music fucking can't say enough about it that's my favorite album love it man i love the curveball i did not see that coming and, uh, you know, you had texted me, you keep alluding to the listeners as though we kind of discuss these. We don't know each other's list. You just mentioned to me, have I ever heard of this uh, band? And I said, yes, yeah. I've heard of this band and I love their album, Jord or Yord. Make sure you check it out. But I had no idea that this was going to catapult uh, or, yeah. or, or trebuchet yeah. <laughs> to your <Exactly>. number one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, we'll randomly text each other like, hey, check this out. It just like one song from an album that might not even be on any list just I happen to find this one good song right yeah so you, you, know, you really have no idea where you can go with it. so yes we do chat a little but yeah man fucking oh I was uh, it's like it's why we do this right to discover things I would never have looked up mold diorama I never ever would have heard this if we didn't do the podcast so uh, so yeah there's one more reason why what we do is awesome I agree brother I, I could not agree more spending all that time diving into all this stuff and then sharing what our thoughts and experiences were hopefully somebody out there listening or many people out there listening will take what we've kind of siphoned down into the best of the best and take it and run with it because if you just listen to Phil's top five and my top five you got a lot of good fucking metal to sink your teeth into for the next you know six months really to to really get your arms around it so excellent list and I'll tell you about your uh, Homer call on BT BAM Uh, I would I would venture to say that if 2021 wasn't so chock full of amazing albums and amazing bands putting out great albums, I think it would have been a little higher on a lot of people's. I think it's getting overlooked because of just the sheer volume of the post-COVID releases. So, right, right. Because it really was excellent. And, and they put a ton of effort and energy into not being colors again, but being as varied and unique as colors was. I think that took huge balls. It definitely, definitely. I'm surprised they did that. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's definitely quality. But, yeah, there, there it is. The best albums of the goddamn year. That's it. Wrapped up in the books. Phil, you are the man. What do you say we sign on for another one? You ready to start 2022 here in a few days? I sure am. You're the man, brother. With that, this is a great heavy music podcast. Spread the word. And if you think your list was better, send it to us. The great heavy music podcast at gmail.com. We'll probably laugh at it, make fun of it, treat you like shit, but send it over. Phil, you're the man. You're the man. What were you going to say? 
I was gonna say we're treated like shit. You deserve it, but I was gonna say, but we love you. You gotta put a little bit, of, a little, a little bit of cruelty, a little bit of uh, sweetness in there. You know. Phil loves you. I do this show for me and Phil, and that's it. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. All right, you're the man, brother. Until next year, the Great Heavy Music Podcast out.